0: Location Indie listener, and welcome. What we have today for you is a very, very special Location Indie podcast because this is our Paradise Pack Sessions 2016, and what Jason and I did is we sat down. Actually, we stood up for the entire live cast, and we did a six and a half 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 our live streaming broadcast where we brought on 12 of the world's foremost experts on what it's like to travel cheap, live a location independent lifestyle, build a business, how to create a life of freedom. We chatted with them each for half an hour. We recorded it. We did it live. We got all of the questions that a lot of people were asking us. We answered them during the broadcast, and now what we're doing is making that audio available for you in 30-minute chunks, 30-minute episodes. There will be 12 Paradise Pack session episodes. So you, if you didn't get a chance to listen to them all or you didn't see us during live, Guys, you can listen to all the amazing wisdom that was spewed out. We had Jacob telling us about his infamous no game. We had Carla discussing what it's like to be one of the world's first digital nomads, even though she didn't realize it. Matt revealing his awesome OSEM technique. Gabby talking about what it's like to live in Brazil and how she became a YouTube superstar. All types of different things. People touching on all variety of topics you aren't going to Want to miss any of these? And we are doing this to celebrate the Paradise Pack. And what the Paradise Pack is, is the world's best bundle of products for traveling, living, and working anywhere in the world. So if you're someone who's listening and you're like, all right, I want to be location independent. I want to be a digital nomad. I want to be able to work from anywhere. I do jobs that I love. I want to have my own freedom. That is what the Paradise Pack is all about. But a quick reminder, the Paradise Pack ends today. If you're listening to this when it comes out live, Monday, June 6th, 2016 at 1159 p.m. Pacific time. After that, you will not be able to get the Paradise Pack again no matter how much you beg and plead. We are very sorry. We cannot give it to you again. So you'll never be able to get these products again. It's over $2,500 worth of the best resources in the world about how to travel cheap, build a business that can earn money from anywhere, and how to give yourself the three main freedoms, location freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom, which we know you are about because you're listening to this podcast. So we cannot recommend it enough. $2,500 worth of products. We're selling it for $197, over a 90% discount. You can get that by going to theparadisepack.com. Don't go to paradisepack.com because you'll see ice packs. Go to theparadisepack.com. You can check that all out. And don't forget to go there now. If you're listening right now and you're like, man, I haven't heard about the Paradise Pack before. I remember these guys talking about it, but I haven't picked mine up yet. Don't forget, you have to go there now because if you're interested, we don't want you missing out since this will never be available again. Once this is over, Monday, June 6, 2016 at 1159 p.m. Pacific time, you won't be able to get the Paradise Pack again. So head there to theparadisepack.com. Check it out. And right now, why don't we jump into this Paradise Pack session interview with one of our amazing people who came on the live cast. Here we go. And I got an awesome comment in the chat as we welcome our other good buddy, Jacob, in about loving that Matt was being so real about building a business and how it worked and just wasn't pulling any punches. And if we're talking about being real... And being honest and open, um, there's probably no better example to me that I follow than that than our good buddy Jacob
1: Sokol. So Jacob, welcome. What's up, guys? How you doing? Great, man. How are, how are you? I'm doing great. I didn't want to tease you guys too badly, but speaking of being open and real, I just woke up from like an epic 90 minute nap, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling great and um, awesome I'm to talk. Awesome.
0: So we've got Matt, who comes on half loaded on um on uh, on Buddy Marys. We got Jacob, who's refreshed, ready to go. And um, guys, I, I'm going to tell a quick story, real quick, just to intro Jacob. Um, when I just was talking about being open and honest, and and being yourself on your website, and people resonating with that, I reached out to Jacob when I was first starting as an online. Entrepreneur. I didn't know anyone in the space. I was just writing my site and kind of living alone and and uh just you know not not even knowing what was happening. Like I didn't have anyone to turn to. And I went to Jacob's site and saw he did this article. And the moment I went to his site, I was like, whoa, this guy isn't really anything like me in this way, in the way that he's this New Yorker, he's he's cursing, he's like yo, 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 all over the place. But I loved the energy, the passion. I said, like, I know right away what he stands for, who he is, and what he does. And I reached out to him, and ever since we've been good friends, and I have taken a, a page from your book, Jacob, of how to just present yourself and be out there and be open and honest about what you're doing because when people find that, they're going to love it. And that's what you're looking for. You're not looking to please everyone. You're looking to please the few people that are really going to love you for who you are. And, and that's kind of what you talk about in your course. in the paradise pack as well. So I just want to tell that story and, uh, and thank you for allowing me to kind of, you know, be myself and showing me a way to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and it's a continual edge to push I find. So even six years into having created Sensify, having created living on purpose, I still find myself in these situations like, ooh, is there a little bit more me that I can bring to this situation that doesn't really feel like it is perhaps welcoming more me? And, and I find it to be a, a beautiful um, exploration of, of life, of you know, business and of life.
0: Yeah, and if you could just start out by giving us like a we've been having people come on and give it two to three minute like, hey, what do your life look like before and and I love your story and I know it pretty well, but a lot of people want, what did your life look like before? Why how did you transition and what does it look like now? Um as you said, taking 90 minute naps in the middle of the day, that's one way to do it. So give us a little blow by blow here of how it came about.
1: Yeah, sure. So I had a quote-unquote successful job. Um, I worked in Times Square, New York. I was an IT guy. Um, I had the money. I had the car. I had the motorcycle. Occasionally, I got laid. I had a nice apartment. Like, my life wasn't bad by any outside standards whatsoever. But what I had also on the inside was this nagging feeling that I can't go on like this forever. And underneath all the layers of success – And I mean, it wasn't like I was like a Harvard graduate or had a law degree. Like, like I kind of grew up at like a rebel and I somehow figured out how to like get my shit together. So I like proved to myself, I proved to the world, like I could play this game that you guys are telling me I need to play. But I actually started to realize I can't play it forever because there's something really incongruent about what's going on on the inside and what's going on on the outside. And what was going on on the inside was I didn't have a sense of purpose. I didn't feel like the work that I did actually mattered. I didn't feel like I was allowed to be who I was, right? It's so funny that that's the thing that Trav, You're like, Jacob, you're a great example of being authentic. And it's like, because I was the fucking exact opposite, I felt so uncomfortable in my skin. I felt like I could never really be who I was without having to censor or monitor or make sure I didn't say something that made me seem like an idiot. There was this just tightness and uncomfortableness that I had during the day during the weekdays but then on the weekends you know I'd have three or four beers and I'd be like yo yo what's up ah it's fucking awesome um and I knew that I wanted to create that level of excitement that I'd get when I was out drinking with my buddies after a long week of working I wanted to have that when I'm sober without being on any drugs and and um and there was also some other kind of thoughts going on in my head I'm not enough some OCD happening some um, feeling like I wasn't man enough, and and these anxieties express themselves in different ways. Um, but but yeah, at just some point I just realized like I can't go on like this forever, and uh, and I decided to take a trip. Introduce travel, right? So oh, <clears throat> I went to Europe. Excuse me, I'm still waking up from the nap over here. I uh, I went to Europe for five weeks, and you know people talk about like having spiritual awakenings. It might probably ha- happen for like a hot happened for me like in a hostel in like Madrid or something, my spiritual awake, like drunk at three in the morning or something. Uh, but it was just awesome. Like I, I, there were a couple lessons that I learned from that experience that we could go into later if you guys want or not. Um, but I came back like, and I, and I just knew there was a sense of possibility, like, holy shit, more is possible. A different way of living is possible. And that's been my journey to figure out and, and continue to figure out even six years later, you know, like, how do I create a life that's most aligned with what matters most to me. And, uh, and that's that's a fun game to play.
0: Oh, and, and this was a question that, uh, yeah, that uh, we just got uh, asked by, by KJ, and this kind of leads into what you do now. She says, I love that she's cursing because now you're cursing. And people are saying, oh, I didn't know we we're allowed to curse. Matt said he didn't know he was allowed to curse earlier. So um, he, she says, how in the hell did you figure out what you're passionate about and wanted to pursue? Because you knew it wasn't the IT. You knew it wasn't the motorcycle and, all the, and the lifestyle you had. But then that leaves a question of, okay, if not that, how the heck do you then figure out what's the opposite of that or what it is that you do want to pursue?
1: Oh, such a great question. And I bet, and what was, what was the person who asked? What was their name? Uh, KJ. KJ. Who has
0: been with us all day, by the way. Awesome. To anyone who's been with us all day, you guys rock.
1: Shout out to KJ. Um, so, a couple of thoughts come up for me here. One is that you just can't know ahead of time. So imagine imagine trying to see around the corner before you walk to it, right? It's insane. It's like, no, you can't see, like if you live in New York where the streets are, are straight for the most part, right? You walk to the corner, um, that's the only way you can see what's around the corner. But we're so scared to start walking because we don't know what's out there. And we haven't been given... A curriculum. We haven't built our capacity to navigate uncertainty, and so we we tr- we think that by staying where we are, by staying in perceived certainty, that we're safe, we're comfortable, we're secure. And it's a fallacy. It's not true. Um, so that's kind of a different conversation, right? So 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 that's number one. Um, you can't know ahead of time. And now, if you're going to start to look and say, "Okay, well, how do I know if I want to walk to this corner or to that corner?" because there's a lot of corners to walk to here, we can have that conversation. I once interviewed a guy named Daniel Coyle. He wrote a book called, I think, The Talent Code, where he he dissects greatness and he looks at what is it that makes, um, you know, great people great. It's the 10,000 hour idea, and I, I said this thing about passion to him, and he gave me a great definition of passion. He said. Passion is the thing that you still want to do even when you don't want to do it. In other words, it's like when you're so tired that you're just exhausted and you don't even want to pay attention to to anything anymore, passion is the thing that you still want to do even when it sucks, even when it's uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that makes sense. Um, And it's different than excitement because excitement is great and also will wear out. Yeah. Um, so specifically, I speak to passion that way. But the deeper thing that I'd encourage you to do is to find out what your values are. And that's what living on purpose will help you do. That's the guide that's included in the paradise path. Um, because your values are the things that are most important to you. Okay, it's it's here are representations of what, what's in my heart. So maybe freedom is really important to you. Maybe self-expression is really important to you. Maybe authentic connection, talking about things that actually matter with people. Maybe that's really important to you. What are the things that matter most to you? And then how do you create, how do you ch- how do you make choices that bring more of that into your life? Um, and that would be my encouragement. Don't worry about your passion right now. Find your values. Find the things that are the things that matter most to you And then you don't need to go out and make the perfect choice or pick the perfect path or get the thing exactly right. But just introduce more of that into your life over and over and over and over again. And before you know it, you're a lot more fulfilled.
0: Yeah. And and one of the things that we're doing this year with the Paris Pack, which is really neat, is uh, because we get people coming from all levels, right? People who already have businesses and want to be able to scale it up. People who are already traveling, but want to build a business. People who haven't traveled, but just want to travel more and eventually will build a business. And then there's people who haven't started anything, but just know that they don't want to do whatever the hell it is that they're doing right now. And so what's really cool, we're going to be sending it out... um, uh, after paradise pack Sale is over kind of a roadmap of where to start. And here's what you should look into. If you feel this way or you want to do this. And what's really neat about the living on purpose course is I've told so many people that, you know, because I get this, I don't know what I want to do, you know, and you, and you hear all the time. I, you know, I know this isn't for me, just like, you knew it wasn't for you. And then you traveled. And I always say, that's a great way to kind of find your values, find your passion, re-energize your life, all that kind of stuff. But when you come home, you, you then have to figure out what it is. Or or even if you're still traveling, you still have to figure out what that it is. And um, I think just speaking to that and finding your values and not getting caught up in the fact that I have to do it right. And just like Matt said earlier, like you don't have to do it right. Just start doing it. And it's going to lead you down a lot of paths. And For your example, when you started SensiPy, I assume you didn't think you were going to start leading retreats. But now that is like you are the... I don't know, the retreat guru. You lead these awesome retreats. Was it something you'd always planned or is that just something that came about because people were asking for it and you felt comfortable with it?
1: So, so I never felt comfortable with it. I still feel nervous the first day of my retreats, by the way. Um, but talk about not seeing around the corner until you get to it. I didn't even fucking know what a life coach was when I left my job, right? Like I'm a life coach. That's how, that's how You see this apartment I'm in. It's Brooklyn, New York. It ain't cheap, right? I make the money through life coaching. That's what I do. I didn't even know what that was. It's insane. I started Sensify as a way where I was like, maybe, like, I'm so passionate about, like, I'll take the camera, right? You see some books over there somewhere, right? Some books. I'm like, I thought you were going to show us your cat. I thought you because you're passionate about your cat, too. I'm, I'm also passionate about my cat. I my two cats. That's right. My third cat, who's my girlfriend, she's also over there. Um, but, you know, I'm, I was so passionate about the idea that you could create your life, right? Like, I was like, holy shit, you don't just need to accept a life the way that you're told, but you can create a life, you can create yourself. Like, that's amazing. And I just wanted to share, I wanted to meet people who kind of like got that, right? And who could like vibe with me on these ideas. And I wanted to just share this wisdom with the world because it was so. even only six months later after I left my job, it had so radically helped my life. So I started it and then I went back to the office where I used to work. It was an IT company. We have a, a developer it was like a programmer and we had a, a network networking guy, right? And I worked for the networking side. So I was talking to the developer. I was like, yeah, I started this this website. It's called Sensify and he took a look at it and he's like, oh, you, you started a blog. And I'm like, "What? what is a blog? I fucking started a blog. I didn't even know what it was, right? Like, it was insane and that's been my i still have it up 3 years 6 years later i'm still updating every week for the most part now through the podcast so yeah i mean you i was doing kung fu i was doing meditation i was doing photography i took a trip to hawaii like i was any inclination of like oh that's something that i might enjoy let me go try it um that's what that's really what i spent my time experimenting with and and it kind of just pulled itself together
0: I, I love. I'm gonna ask this question, but I love the comment that we just got, dude. I don't usually talk this much when I first get up from a nap, but keep this awesome O S E M, which Matt introduced us to earlier, going. Um, I, I want to. That's a great comment from from It's My Zone. Um, here's a question that a lot of people ask, and I think a lot of people have been talking about here, and you just mentioned it. You had all these things you want to do, photography, and this, and this, and this, and this, and you're super scattered. And I think a lot of us, uh, let me know in the chat, like, just give me a hell yeah, if you're like, you want to do everything and you don't even know where to begin. And you, with the coaching, you deal with a lot of different people. And I I know this comes up a lot. What type of advice or or how do people manifest that where they're like, I just want to do a ton of different things. I'm not sure what my it is. I want to try it all. But I I don't even know, like, should I pick all of it and just do it all at once? Should I like hone in on one? Like, what can you do with that?
1: Well, one is to step away from the notion that there's a right choice, right? Because oftentimes we get stuck in this cycle of like, I got to pick the right one. The reality is, is that you'll probably enjoy doing all of them or any of them. So at some point, it's just about choosing, right? I'm just going to choose. I'm going to decide this is the thing. And you can you can treat it like an entrepreneur would treat it. You can give yourself a test period of 90 days or something to go all in, really, you know, see how it goes. And and then if you're like, you know, what this isn't for me, then you can you can step away from it. Um, but the coach in me. So if I was if I was coaching someone and they came to me with this, like oh, I want to do this one, two, three, four. I would probably just like observe their energy as they spoke about those different things. And they wouldn't even realize that their energy changes when they talk about certain things. So they might be like, I'd like to do some photography. I'd like to do some Kung Fu. I'd like to do some meditation. And like, I don't know, for some reason, I really want to go to Hawaii. And like, I don't know, there's a couple more books I want to read. And I'll just notice their energy really like jacked up for Hawaii. And, and the, I'll reflect that back to them, and I'll almost use their, their energy or their body as a direction, like, huh, why did that happen? Um, and I also notice that sometimes it's like the fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth thing that they say. It's like the thing that they don't really think they can do or the thing that they don't really feel they have permission to do. I was coaching someone in, who's in my, my group program that I'm running right now, just finishing up, and he came to me. I want to do a TED Talk. I want to lead my own group coaching program. I want to, he gave me like four or five things. And I'm like, dude, I don't get much energy from you around any of that. What else is there? He's like, well, this is insane, but I want to throw a massive wellness party in Chicago where it's kind of like everyone gets together. Like it's a a club, but not like an unhealthy, like nightclub, like a healthy club. And I want Pharrell to be there. And I was like, (laughs) Now we've got something I can coach you on. Let's make it happen. And so like there's that. And, I, and I've and i received that coaching myself when I was like, oh, I want to impact a million people. I want to have a business that brings in a million dollars. And then like, I got to like my fourth thing or fifth thing that was like, ooh, I don't, it feels kind of stupid even saying this. And I'm actually not going to say it on the air right now, leave you guys in a little bit of suspense. But the moment that my coach was like, yo he didn't say yo cause I say yo, but he was like, he was like, hold on. Let's look at you that. Guys thing. Just,
0: yo, yo, yo. Yeah. That's a conversation. Yo, yo, yeah. yo. yo, back and yo forth. <laughs> was,
1: um, I was like, Oh man, that's insane. Like I lit up. It was like, what? and it actually took me a year and a half for that thing to actually come true. But I lived into that inquiry. I became the person who was capable of making that dream possible. And even if the dream would have never came true, It wasn't so much about the thing, the goal. It was about who I became as a product of going for what I want. And that's the thing about goals. We think we're going to be happier when we achieve a goal. It doesn't work that way. Goal accomplishment is like peeing, like peeing. You feel a sense of relief. It's a release. It's, oh, now the tension is dismissed. I can relax for two days. I feel good about myself. that Now I don't have to carry that tension anymore. And then for the most part, you go get back to being yourself, whoever the hell you were that whole time. Sure, maybe you have a Mercedes now, but you're still you, right? Or like maybe you live in a little bit of a nicer neighborhood now. So you have a couple, you know, cool things, but you're still you. So goal accomplishment is really about who do you need to become in order to get what you want much more than it is about when I get that thing, then my life will be better.
0: Right, so in the process of achieving the goal is when the transformation is happening, and when yeah. the joy is happening, and then when you get there, it's like you're already filled like you you know like you said, you're filled, and then you can relax say, "I made it, but the whole awesome part that's happening is for the journey, and you know that whole quote, it's not the destination, it's the journey, and I think anyone, especially travelers and people who are on their listing like you get that because the funny stuff happens when you get stuck in the Singapore airport and they won't let you on a plane because your passport is too full like that's the story that I tell all the time because that's the journey it's not like the story of oh and then I landed in Indonesia and oh yeah the beach is nice no it's like everyone wants to hear about why the heck we were at Singapore airport for 24 hours and almost arrested you know so um that's the that can speak volumes i think it's really Eye opening to hear you talk. Obviously, like you said, a life coach, you help people with it. To hear you even say, I had to go through this with my own coach. Like, And I think that even, even a lot of us who think we're fairly self aware, and, and we probably are a little more self aware, and most people on this are a little more self aware than the average person because they're here and they know there's something different. But even that you still mention the things you want to do that are still right by society or feel okay or feel Mm. normal. And then you get to the, having a green smoothie party with Pharrell or whatever it is. Um, and it takes a little bit of of that. How can people pull that out? Like if they, if they're not talking to you and you don't send, and you're not there to say, Hey, here's where your energy is. Is there, is there stuff that people can do to kind of pull that out of themselves or, or even work with, like, let's talk about someone who's, solo and doesn't have someone who feels them and gets them and they're comfortable talking with about this, is there something that they can do to, to kind of figure it out on their own where their energy lies?
1: Well, one is I'd suggest people who are committed to their growth, get a coach. It doesn't need to be me, but a coach, what a good coach, what they'll do is they'll hold the space to reflect back to you what they're getting from you. They'll, they'll hold a the mirror up so that you can see your blind spots. You can see the things that you don't normally see. And a good coach will help you bring out your own wisdom, what matters to you. Like the guy who, like, who like, who, who is working on getting Pharrell to, to come to his massive event now. I could never tell him that. I shouldn't have been like, you should do an event with, I don't know, for, he would be like the 30th, you know, person on my list to ever. Hey, you're not, you'd want Biggie and Tupac there, right? you bring them a back in hologram form. We'll need to get Biggie and Tupac to an event right now. So, <laughs> so, you know, if you are committed to your growth and again, growth equals happiness, like growth and contribution, you want it to be happy. Grow, keep growing and keep helping. Um, and so if you're really committed to that, I, I do believe in the power of coaching um, for myself, for you, for everyone. If you are like, that's awesome, and what can I do in this exact moment right now? One question that will start to loosen this up, and again, it, it doesn't really have the, the nearly as powerful of an effect as being in a conversation with someone who will call you out on your bullshit in a loving way and say, uh, why don't I believe what you're saying right now? Um, but you could ask if I had all the time and all the money in the world, what would I do? Or you could ask if I couldn't be judged for what I'm for, for what I do, what would I want to do? Um, and it usually, again, we're so stuck in our own operating system that it, sometimes it's hard to get answers to those questions. So Go for a run, go exercise, go get out in nature, go break your your normal stimuli and um and then maybe play with those questions and um or talk to a great friend, someone who's uh, perceptive and, and get that conversation going
0: Do- and that and that's a point too because obviously I I kind of lucked into this I I want to say with emailing you and we've become really close and we feel comfortable talking to each other about this I feel comfortable talking to Jason about it and Matt who's on even though Jason who no one knows where Jason
1: went right now um but he's taking a nap I inspired him <laughs> as my life's work is to inspire people
0: exactly really- <laughs> so if it is I I guess the question is is there a way to approach it. And I know this is going to vary based on people's friendship levels and stuff like that. But if you are someone who's like, yeah, you know, I, I want this, but I don't know other people who are doing it. But I have friends who I who think would be supportive. Is there kind of a way to approach it? And I've always wondered this. Will you go to your friend and like, I mean, other than saying like, hey, I really want to start talking more deeply with you about what we want to do with our life. I mean, maybe that's the best way to approach it. Is there something because I I wouldn't know how to approach it with my friends that I had before I started doing this and meeting other people who are already doing it. I don't know how I would approach my friends from quote unquote, back in the day. Is there, is that, have you seen people be able to do that? Like kind of transition yeah. a friendship into something deeper
1: then? Yeah. So I actually wouldn't even start there. I would tell people to get more involved in your community, Travis, because I know you guys have a location indie community. Um, start there. Go talk to the people in that in that community. Come to my community, Sensify, Right? Talk, these are the conversations that we're inspired to have, and then you can go back and take what you've learned, or take some of the conversations and bring that back to some childhood friends and some other friends. It might be okay to to still love them, but distance yourself from them. Like, you know, I got homies that I'm like, you're my fucking dog, and we never see each other anymore because our lives are so vastly different. Um, but let me, let me just tell you know one thing I was thinking of as you were talking. We're at week nine of the 10-week program that I'm running right now. And this week, I give them comfort zone challenges every week, right? So it's things to get them out of what's, what's normal for them, build their courage muscle. So one week, their challenge is to go give random high fives to people on the street, right? This is, this is what they do. Your challenge is just go out, hi, high five people. And it's uncomfortable. It's like, what the fuck? Right? Other, other <laughs> weeks, it's like, go do random acts of kindness for people. You're at Starbucks, buy the co- buy, pay for the person behind you's coffee. Um, I mean, but it feels great. This week, we're playing the no game. The okay. no game, the am I'm, I'm going to
0: play this next week
1: now. Oh, you, your fucking life will be changed if you play this game. All right. The no, the no game is seeing how you can collect as many no's as possible. So you want a free business class upgrade uh, from, you know, from coach to business class? Go ask for it. But remember, if you get it, that's not, that's not, you're losing the game. The, the point of the game is to collect no's. That's the objective, right? You, you like that girl and you think she's kind of cute. You want to go on a date with her? Go up to her and ask her. But remember, if she says, yes, you lo- you're losing, the game is to get no's. You want to win the game, as many no's as you can get. We, we, it's like I gave this challenge like two days ago but people go to their bosses ask for two years off of work while they go do like some you know uh, travel th- uh, exchange program and they didn't get the no they were like they were scared and they're like she give me a maybe like what the fuck <laughs> we, we come had, on. We, yeah we had we had um we have all types of crazy stories that you know people come back they email their heroes their mentors I'd like to have an hour conversation with you two-hour conversation with you, and the hero writes back and says, well, no, I'll give you an hour instead. And they're like, what the fuck, an hour? That's insane. Um, But they still got
0: the no, so that's
1: good, though. If you get the no
0: with what you want, then it's, like, perfect, right?
1: Totally. So, So level one of this challenge is collecting 10 no's in the next week. Level two is 20. Level three is 30. I always give different levels for the challenges that I give. You go out there and you try to get 30 noses in the next week and you're like, you're, you're in, it's insane for um, what, what it'll do for your life. And let me just wrap, tie a bow on this point by saying really the underlying principles here. It challenges your sense of what you think is possible. It expands your world, right? It, number two is it gets you good at asking for what it is that you actually want, right? Instead of saying, oh, what can I have? It's, well, forget what I can have. What is it that I actually want? And number three is it helps you overcome your fear of rejection because we all walk around with that fear of rejection. And when you can consciously just go out there and like try to get rejected, like that's the whole purpose is to get the no. It rewires you in some way where suddenly the, the, your dreams become a little bit less scary. And it's like, well, fuck it. I can go get a bunch of no's. Why not? Let's go do it.
0: And that's perfect because uh, Jenny just asked, "What is the point of getting those?" And then, and then, as you were as you were saying that, and Ari actually said that six. He asked for six months off work a couple years ago, and his boss didn't say no, so then he took it. So, I I just absolutely love that, and um, it's so amazing, Jacob. Every time I chat with you, the I just the amount that you pack into what you say always makes me go away thinking something more profound than, than when I came. And I'm just really, really honored and excited as, as you being one of my first mentors and one of the first people I re- reached out to in the very beginning four years ago and who I thought would say no, or I just wouldn't get a response from. And you said yes. And, uh, and you're here in the Paradise Pack and uh, you're living on purpose course is one that I've gone through. And um, it, it's just awesome to have you as part of it. And we really thank you.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me here. I'm inspired by the work that you guys do. And for everyone who's watching, if you'd like to keep in touch with me, if you'd like to share what your biggest takeaway from this conversation was, you can just email me directly, Jacob, J A C O B, at SenseFi.com. So that's S E N S O P H Y dot com. And um, and yeah, I'd love to hear your biggest takeaway. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. And if and if I don't know if you got time, or you got to go nap. But if you want to hop in the chat, there's people there asking and they everyone has now made sure that I'm asking you about the post-it note <laughs> system in the back. Um, <laughs> is that the scrum system is people are asking and then people just want to know why like what you do with that. So if you could give us a quick like half minute, what is that behind you?
1: No problem. Yeah. I don't know. What, what's the scrum system? What's I don't that? know either. I don't know okay. either. So um, so this is, I wouldn't consider myself a, a creative person, but uh, the, I, I am, we all are in our own ways. This is the 10 week inner game immersion program that I've been running. And it's just all the ideas. My, my question was how can I make this the most transformative program that I've ever created in my entire life? And I, and I started living into that question. And suddenly I got all these ideas. Oh, I'd have to include this. I have to include that. So these are different components of either comfort zone challenges, heart opening exercises, um, purpose, clarity. These are all kind of different colors represent different parts of the curriculum. And, uh, and those are the post it notes.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So everyone go out there, play the no game. I'm going to be playing the no game this week. You, you can get one no right away if anyone asks if they can get the Paradise Pack. For free, <laughs> we'll tell you no. Um, so you can get a no right away. Um, you guys know, as we <laughs> mentioned, uh, Jacob stuff is in there. And um, uh, thank you so much again for for just being a part of the Paradise Pack and sharing your wisdom and coming on today. And uh, I know people have gotten some amazing stuff out of it. Cause the comments are just flying in. So thank you so much, Jacob. Ginikop, apologies, I my my wife and daughter just got home and I hadn't seen them for multiple days, so I had to I had to go uh, say hi. But we'll we'll catch up on the flip side. I hope.
1: I'm deeply offended, and I'll hold this grudge against you for (laughs) many new reasons. Thanks for coming. Awesome. Thanks, Jacob. You got it, guys. Cheers.
0: If you loved that Paradise Pack session, don't forget we've got 11 other ones for you. So however you're listening to this podcast, whether that be on iTunes, whether that be on Stitcher, whether that be on Jabbercast, whether you're listening to it from our website, you can also get the 11 other Paradise Pack sessions from 2016 at that same location. So check those out. Lots of cool information being passed around by some of the world's foremost experts. Also, do not forget that the Paradise Pack itself ends today, Monday, June 6, 2016 at 11. 59 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want the world's best resource, the best, best bundle out there. We have done every single thing we could to pack it full of value. Over $2,500 worth of resources for only $197. It's over 90% off. Don't forget to head to theparadisepack.com because it ends today, Monday, June 6th, 2016 at 1159 PM Pacific time. So head on over to theparadisepack.com. Do it now if you want to grab the Paradise Pack so you don't forget. Um, we cannot give it to anyone after the clock strikes zero on our countdown timer so head on over to theparadisepack.com check it out and thank you for joining us today with the paradise pack sessions don't forget to check out the other ones thanks for joining us today and we'll see you later